gentlemen, it's time for the action in the main attraction here on the Sweet Science Class. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining today's episode. And today, we're only talking about one thing and one big event this Saturday. The heavyweight division and the rematch between Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz. What's going to happen? Will it be a repeat or revenge? I got the whole crew with me, so I'm going to bring everybody on. What's up, Felix? What's going on, Sweet Science class? Big week, man. It's Deontay Wilder week. In my opinion, the most exciting fighter in boxing. What's up, Jakeem? Hey, what's up, Sue Science class? What's up, fellas? It's fight week, so, you know, I'm always a little excited when it's fight week, and it's the heavyweights. And what's up, Landon? Yo, what's up, Sweet Science class? This weekend, we get to watch the man with the atomic hands. Let's get to it. Okay, so this fight, I don't feel like it needs a ton of breaking down, considering we already got to see 10 rounds of this before. We'll go around and... We'll see if any of us thinks it'll be any different. I expect to see, you know, a similar fight, but in my eyes, and I think really in a lot of people's eyes, and it should be, this is a 50-50 fight. Just because Wilder won by knockout the first time does not mean it's just automatically going to happen again. And if anyone's been paying attention to Luis Ortiz during training, he is scary right now. He is by far in the best shape of his 53-year-old life. And uh, I just don't know what to fully expect from this. So I'm just going to pass it. We can kind of, you know, get breakdowns, what we expect to see, maybe some predictions. We'll just kind of talk organically. I'll pass it to you first, Felix. Do you expect to see the same type of fight? Anything different? Do you think Ortiz can pull this off? What's up? You know... Of course he can pull it off, man. It's the heavyweight division. It only takes one. As we saw in the first fight, he hurt Wilder a few times. And I feel like this, man. If Wilder doesn't take him out early and and it goes past the third or fourth round, Ortiz definitely has a chance. Because it looked like, well, kind of depends, too, how Wilder comes out. If he comes out too aggressive, I don't know. It seemed like first fight... First fight, he, he kind of willed himself to a win. He didn't really have stamina. And it was, what what round did it end last time? Ten. It was like what? Tenth, yeah. Like the tenth round, and it seemed like around the seventh or eighth, he was already winded and gassed. So, I feel like, man, if, if Ortiz can get past that third, fourth round, avoid the big right hand, taking the deep waters, he definitely has a chance. But, honestly, man, I, I don't see it happening. I think it's going to be a statement win. I don't want to say it's going to be like the uh, Bermain Stavern, but it could be something like that. I just feel like Wilder's a man on a mission. I just feel like, I don't know, man. He, he The way he talks, he still talks with that same hunger. He hasn't changed. Like He's, he's still the same dude before he had the belt. And I just feel like this is a statement, man. I mean, Fury's over here wanting to do WWE and wrestle and 
you know, AJ with the loss, he's trying to avenge his loss against Ruiz. So Wilder really has a chance to show, like, hey, man, I'm the A-side of any any fight that ever happens in the heavyweight division. From now on, I'm the A-side. I'm the dude. So that's what I feel like is going to happen. Yeah, I, I think, really, uh, you're going to see Deontay come into the fight, and he's going to want to just put his signature on it, go out there just with that same kind of energy like Felix was talking about for the Stavern fight and the Brazil fight. I think you're going to see him go out there and try to end this quick. But also, like Felix said, with every round that passes, there's going to be a chance for Ortiz to remain in the fight, boxing with that old Cuban amateur style that he's so good at, and show everybody how good of a heavyweight boxer he is. But I, I can't throw my hat in the corner of Luis Ortiz. I got to say Wilder, probably somewhere in the mid-rounds. I think his, his stamina is going to be there. The power is always there. So I just really can't see it going any other way. I think you can't avoid that power for the entire fight. I mean, we saw Fury, who's a slicker boxer, and he still got touched. He got up, but he still got touched. So I really don't see it ending any different. I think you're going to see another Wilder knockout earlier than you did the last time. Sign his signature on it, be done with it, and solidify himself as the man in the heavyweight division. All right. Well, I know I've been on record saying that I don't even think this fight should even happen again. In the words of Earl Spence, I think it's just all PVC smoking mirrors. There's no need for a rematch for Wilder and Ortiz. Yeah, you can say he was... I wouldn't even say he was hurt that seventh, that seventh round in the first fight. He w- he was in trouble, but I don't think he he ever was hurt. And they're trying to go off of that to make it seem like Ortiz has a has a chance, but I just don't see it. Like after getting knocked out, if you got knocked out in the fight, I don't believe you deserve a rematch. And if you if you go back to Ortiz's last two fights against uh, Travis Kaufman, he went. I think he had the TKO in the 10th round, but he went 10 rounds with somebody who probably didn't even belong in the ring world. Christian Hammer. He fought Kaufman first and then Hammer, right? Yeah, then he fought Hammer and it went the distance. Yeah, he fought Hammer and it went the distance. And against Kaufman, he had a TKO. But so against Kaufman, that was basically a tune-up fight. And, you know, he went 12 rounds with the guy and then and then finally got the TKO. And then with, with uh, Christian Hammer, he didn't even finish him. He went, uh, I think it was a 10-round fight. He went 10 rounds, and that should have been a guy he should have got out of there. So I don't. I feel like Ortiz, he's not the same. You know, he's older, of course, supposedly 40, but we all know, you know, he looks a little bit older than that. And just the fight was almost, was about a year ago? A year and a half. It was March 2018. Yeah, almost two years. Excuse me, almost two yeah, years ago. Yeah, up on two years. Yeah, and... He doesn't look like the same fighter he even was last year. And he got knocked out. I mean, I, I did see the training videos. Like, he does look good. He does look in shape. But I, I just don't see it happening. If you got knocked out the first time. We, we do know Ortiz is the better boxer, of course. Wilder's not that skilled. But all it takes is two seconds. That right hand coming down. And he can end it. So, I think Wilder ends it early. Probably within five. I agree and I disagree with the rematch happening and your points on it. Like, at first, when it first happened, my initial thoughts were, why? Like, why is this happening? And then I started to think about it, and, you know, the seventh round was pretty crazy. And I actually rewatched the fight a couple weeks ago. Just, you know, I wanted to get kind of excited for this fight, and I couldn't completely remember everything that went down. So I watched the fight again, and... Ortiz was winning a lot of the rounds, and it kind of makes me think that it's somewhat more warranted and justified that the rematch is happening because 
Ortiz was winning a lot of the rounds, and Wilder admittedly wasn't looking amazing through a lot of it. I mean, he was not jabbing as much as we're used to seeing, and I think he was very fearful of the southpaw counterpuncher, you know, with the good Cuban background. And the fifth round, when he dropped him, if he would have had a little bit, you know, the bell rang as soon as Ortiz got up. I think he might have could have ended the fight in the fifth at that point. But up until that point, he didn't look amazing. Then the seventh round happened. Then the tenth round happened. But I do agree that Ortiz hasn't looked as good in his last couple fights. When he fought Christian Hammer, actually lost money on that one because I was like, well, this is a guaranteed knockout. Christian Hammer's been stopped multiple times. And Ortiz even had him hurt multiple times. And much to my amazement, he couldn't get him out, which... I felt like showed a, a sign of age and, de, and you know, decreasing a little bit because I think a slightly younger, LOL, Ortiz would have stopped him for sure. So I thought that was odd to see. And, yeah, we're coming up on two full years damn near that this, you know, the, since the first fight. Then I look at how Ortiz is training and, I mean, he, he damn near has abs. And that that's never really happened. So it makes me wonder if that's going to help his stamina. I just don't know what to expect. I think this rematch is kind of brave of Wilder just because he had some scary moments in that fight. And kind of like Jakeem's saying, no one was really asking for this. And if it would have never happened, no one would have ever said anything. But here he is. He's jumping back in. So I think it's unnecessary, but brave. I won't be shocked at all if Ortiz can pull this off. I really, really won't. Just the, what I've been seeing, I won't be shocked especially after re-watching that first fight. Wilder did say that he was sick going into that fight and even coughing up nasty stuff, walking to the ring. And he did say it in the post-fight conf press conference that night. So I don't think he was making excuses, and he never brought it up before the fight. So, I mean, it's kind of weird to for someone to say he's lying or making up an excuse after he won by knockout. So I believe him that he was sick. So we may see a better version of Wilder. Now he knows a little bit more what to expect with the southpaw counterpuncher. Maybe he'll pop that jab a little more like he did against Bermain Stavern in the rematch. I mean, I can't stress enough that if Ortiz pulls it off, I won't be shocked. But I do expect Wilder. I keep going back to the fifth round of the first fight. I think it'll be around there just because he almost could have ended it that first in the first fight if the bell hadn't rang. I'm seeing somewhere between five and eight. But I do agree, the deeper it gets, it's probably more and more worrisome for him. I mean, Ortiz, if he's, if he's got any of the power he's ever had, I mean, he could be a threat at any point. It, just like Wilder, he could end it with one shot, not near as severely. But I do think Wilder will pull it off again. But I think it could be ugly, and I think he'll lose some of the opening rounds, just like in the first fight. But I do think, you know, Bomb Squad will prevail. One thing that would be cool, though, and I'm seeing Ortiz talk about it, if Ortiz pulls this off and then Ruiz pulls this off, it'd be nice to have a, a unification match between Luis Ortiz and Andy Ruiz. And who the hell would have guessed that one year ago? That's the biggest left field curveball ever. I mean, what, what, yeah, what are y'all's thoughts on that? Because they're, they're all PBC fighters, and that's why it makes sense, Jakeem. you got to remember, man, this is, this is PBC, and... And honestly, Luis Ortiz deserves, I think he deserves a rematch. I mean, who else deserves a title shot right now that it's a makeable fight 
this quick. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's a PBC fight. Andy Ruiz is PBC. You know, they got some guys at PBC, but this is a they're trying to make a pay-per-view fight. So if you're going to sell a fight, what better fight are you going to have, you know, that was a guy that was actually beating him on the cars before he got knocked out? You know what I mean? You got to sell a fight. Who knows, man? It looks like PBC is trying to go UFC style, trying to get their own belt. You know what I mean? So we're probably going to be seeing a lot of this. Just guys just stay in PBC. I could have seen them throwing in Konaki, though, just almost in the spirit of how they threw in Ruiz. It's like, yeah, me too. The, the big guy that's not supposed to be in there that holds a, a chance to at least win. But is he going to sell, though? Is he, is it, does he going to? I don't know. Is that, it's pay-per-view. I don't think Konaki would sell the pay-per-views. He would sell the tickets because he's got a huge following in Barclays. He's got a big Polish, right? Yeah. I think he's got a big Polish following, and we all know – Deontay's got a following at Barclays. So tickets-wise, it would have sold, but no, not not so much pay-per-view. I am hearing that that is a possible 2020 fight, though, Wilder, Kalnacki. I don't I don't even think they're trying to hit the jackpot with this Ortiz and Wilder fight. I think this is just another stepping stone that's setting up for the Wilder and Fury rematch. So, you know, they figure they can try to make a little back-end money setting up for a pay-per-view so the, so the Wilder and Fury pay-per-view can be even bigger. I don't know what to expect from the pay-per-view numbers. I mean, my initial thoughts were not many people are going to buy this, but I don't know if y'all been following the, I've been reading like the ratings for their, you know, like the 24-7 kind of rip-off thing they're doing on Fox. It's getting in the two millions of viewers, like every single episode. They're doing phenomenal numbers. So, oh, and, don't, and, and don't forget to mention, when you put a, a, a Mexican boxer who's very popular as a co-main event, that always helps pay-per-view. They got Leo Santa Cruz fighting that night. It, yeah, it's actually a really good card. I, I'm blanking. I'd have to go down the list, but I remember looking at it like a month ago and thinking, wow, all four fights are pretty damn good. That's that Floyd Mayweather formula, man. Either fight a Mexican or put a Mexican star in the co-main event. <laughs> but I could also see a lot of people being scared of purchasing this just like they were back whenever Tyson used to fight because people would always bitch that you know oh I'm gonna pay money for this but they did in two rounds but they still pay for it though I think Tyson is a little bit bigger name during his time than Wilder is during his time right now so I don't know if he's at that point to where people are just gonna shit $80 and possibly you know not even know who the hell else anybody is on the card if they're a casual fan I was thinking about that shit today. Like, what happens if you go in there two rounds, you just drop 80 bucks? You're going to see some great boxing, but you also might turn some fans on. With that said, in today's market, do y'all think they'll do like 150K? And if they do 150K, is that a success? I think so. Yeah, I go with that. My guess was 250. I'm kind of predicting 250K, but I think if they hit 150, 200, I guess you call it a success. What were the numbers on the Fury Wilder? It was like one something, wasn't it? You I don't think it was 200K. You know what? I'm going to do something I've never done while we're on the show. I'm going to Google that. <laughs> well, yeah. No, because I think that's the bar. And they sold that fight pretty good because of Fury and the whole battle with drug addiction and, you know, boxing the bomb. And all. Yeah, you know, he sold that fight pretty damn good. Yeah. The personality and all that. And with Ortiz, he doesn't speak English. And he doesn't. I don't know. It just sometimes it's hard to sell, but I feel like it would sell the most compared to the guys you mentioned. Three hundred and twenty-five k. 
that's pretty good for in today's market. That's pretty. Good. That's damn oh, good. Yeah. That's damn good. Cause, so I think they can probably hit up about two hundred. They can hit two hundred. They can hit two hundred. It'll look really good for Wilder because I think Fury thinks he's the super popular guy, even even though in America, even though you know he's not from here. So he probably thinks a lot of those pay-per-view buys were because of him. So if Wilder against somebody who doesn't even speak English can hit 200 compared to the 325, I think that's a big win for Wilder. And I think, I think those sales, I think they work because of Fury. I think Fury actually carried, you know, he carried the, the, the numbers. He's probably the more the reason the numbers yeah, were that he had high. A story. He had a story. I think his man. story like, carried everybody it. Everybody fucking just grabbed and loved and. Oh, you know, well, yeah, that's still his side, though. battle drug addiction, and he's, you know, mental illness. He, he sold yeah. that shit, man. We'll see, though. Exactly. I mean, we'll see when these numbers come out how much Fury really carried that. And have y'all noticed ever since after the Wilder and Fury fight how much, like, Wilder has kind of changed? You know, he's talking a little more, and he's, y'all don't notice that? Like, his, he's trying to sell himself a little more ever since the, the Fury fight. It's like Fury showed him kind of like the way, yeah, you got to kind of do it like this. I don't know. I've seen it. Ever since after Fury, I think Wilder has kind of become more of like a showman. He's kind of, you know, talking like a WWE wrestler sometimes. I don't know. If y'all, I noticed it with the, with the uh, Brazil fight. Like, you know, he's trying to make sales. He was I think being Fury ridiculous with the Brazil fight. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. But he wasn't doing that until after Fury. Maybe Fury had a good impact on him. In that yeah, in that the, the whole Brazil, he's like, he want to catch a body. Yeah, he was on another level with that one. Well, what do y'all think about that whole that whole rumor about the whole BBC and, and them having their own belt and all that, man? What do y'all think about that? You know I hate it. I hate it. That ain't going to change the game. We don't need well, any more belts, and I've been sick of PBC for a long time, so honestly, it kind of disgusts me. I feel like it's not going to work because they don't have the, the names and the talent, you know, to fill a whole, a whole stable. You know, you still got a lot of the big guys that are under other promotions. So, but I'm gonna try to do that. It, it can mess up other fighters' careers. Yeah, it'll be good for the welterweight division. But what about the middleweight division with Charlo? Like, who is he gonna fight? You know what I'm saying? Shit, man, man. he's gonna be the champ. It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. If you overshadow him and you start really pumping that PBC belt like that, everybody's gonna look at that as like the main belt. It's just like in mixed martial arts. I mean, you've got one FC, Bellator, and UFC. Who does everybody look at? You want to come fight under the UFC promotion. You want that belt. Every other belt doesn't mean shit until you get the UFC belt. That's the reason why all these guys are coming over from Japan and shit like that, trying to fight under Dana's promotion, is he mastered the game. And if Al does anything like Dana did, it's going to change everything. Yeah. I, I like the genius behind it. I like the concept. But it's just, as a fan, the process of him doing that, it's going to it's gonna hurt us. But yep. as a business, business-wise, though, dude, like being having your own boxing league, your own weight divisions, your own belt, I would. I mean, if y'all could do it, you would do it. Oh yeah. I mean, you want people to say like, "I'm gonna watch PBC this weekend," not "I'm gonna watch boxing." It's like most people say, "I'm watching UFC." They're not gonna say, "I'm watching MMA." So you want it to become one and the same. Mm-hmm. I think it's selfish, and I hope it don't work out as a fan of boxing. I think it's selfish. I, it's, I hate. Yeah. I hate it. I despise this idea. But remember, these boxers in PBC are getting paid more than any other promoter. So I don't know. I mean, selfish for who? I mean, he's looking out for the fighters. 
But is he? But is he? Because let, go back to Charlo again. Yeah, you're the man at 160 on PBC, but there's nobody over there. So what does that what does that do for your legacy if you're not even getting no big names to fight? And then if, if you ignore all of the belts, well, I don't know if they are going to ignore all the other belts, but he won't get no other title shots. He'll just have a PBC belt, and you're beating nobody. So what does that do for your legacy? And without they're ignoring the WBO belt. Yeah, is is he helping you or is he hurting you in that? You know, when they carry on like that. So, I mean, it's a crazy situation. Speaking of belts, I like how Wilder declined that franchise belt because he says he wants to fight mandatories. He thinks it's unfair to not allow mandatories to get their damn shot. Well, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, they offered him. The one, you know, like Loma just got the franchise belt, and they offered it to Wilder, and he was like, no. Because apparently, if you're a franchise champion... You don't have to do uh, mandatories. So that's kind of why it took away Devin Haney's shot when Loma took that belt. And Wilder's like, no, people work and they fight and win and work hard to get their mandatory spot. And he's like, I want to fight those people. I, that's the point of it. So he, he turned it down, which I love. Yeah. Dillian White was his mandatory for like, what, two years? And a lot of people felt like he was ducking. Uh, Wilder was ducking him, but. Obviously, if he wants to fight him, that's good. i got to make these fights happen. I think we can move past the belts. Really, I think we've summed this all up. So let's go around and just in a few words. I know we all kind of gave vague predictions in our breakdowns a couple minutes ago, but this is it. We're going to lay it out, going in a circle. Who wins, how, what round, decision, blah, blah, blah. Felix, go first. All right, all right. You know, I was thinking fourth, fifth round, but – during my breakdown, I said it's going to be a statement victory. He's trying to make a statement. His pay-per-view post-fury, he's going to try to make some make some sales, try to show the world who he is. And I honestly think it ain't going past the second round. But if I had to put some money down, I'm going to put Deontay Wilder first first round knockout. <laughs> well, he looks like that. And, and no, I'm telling you, I think it's going to be a statement. Yeah, you know what, man? You can lift all the weights. You can do all that stuff, but that still ain't going to stop that right hand, man. Huh? You heard about that? Well, I agree that Wilder's going to win, but I think, you know, Ortiz, is a, he's a veteran, <laughs> a real veteran. I think Wilder take him out in four rounds. I give him that much credit. So Wilder in four. Hey, I'm going to say Deontay Wilder drops the bronze hammer on him in round six. Ends it right there. I just can't see Luis Ortiz going on any before that, but I think he's good enough to dodge and move around until we get to the middle of the fight, and then it's, it's over with. And it's funny you say that, because I swear I was going to say Wilder KO6. That, I'm thinking sixth round, too. I think Ortiz will be... Because like I said, he was winning a lot of the early rounds, and Wilder was afraid to jab. So I think there'll be you know some of the early confusion. I think he can go five or six rounds. But I'm going to say... Around round six, I think Wilder will he'll drop the bomb squad bomb and it'll be done. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all right now, it, it's Saturday night. There's gonna be a lot of memes. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of content coming out because it's gonna be one of those kind of knockouts, man. It's gonna be an ending like that. You might see him going Stavern style, lean back. It will be beyond impressive if he can stretch Luis Ortiz in one or two rounds. I think he can do it to anybody, really, if you think about it. I mean, it's just a matter of is it smart to do that against Ortiz and shoot all your bullets because if he survives those first two, three, 
take you in the deep waters, you'd be in trouble. But if he it comes out the way he does and does his bomb squad, you know, has goes in a bomb squad mode, I don't know, man. I'm telling you, first, second round, done. Okay, so we're all picking Waller by KO. And basically, we're all saying six or less. We're just picking different numbers. I mean, I can't stress it enough. If if Ortiz catches him, or if it goes the distance, I won't be shocked if the decision goes to Ortiz. Kind of like the Fury fight. I mean, if it goes the Wilder does not want this to go the distance. I'll say that. Not against a Cuban southpaw counterpuncher. You don't want it to go the distance. I think that'd be bad. But I don't think it's going to go that far. I definitely don't think. I think we'll see another Wilder knockout. And, um, yeah, very, very excited. Leo Santa Cruz, a lot of good, uh, other good fighters on the undercard. It's a really good It's a really good card. I think it's worth the $75. So, I'm excited. Heavyweight championship is in the air. Y'all got any final shout-outs, closings, anything you got to say? Yeah, man. Like I said, most exciting fighter in boxing because the fight can end at any moment. The anticipation of watching him fight is like – Watching Barry Bonds at the plate, man. You just you just don't know if it. I mean, he can hit just hit the home run at any moment, man. It's it's amazing. He's my favorite fighter to watch, hands down. Yeah, you're right. He, he's exciting, but I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to buy the pay per view or watch it out. So it's been a while since I stepped out to watch a fight. I might have to do that this weekend. Oh yes, if I can't find an adequate stream, I'm definitely going to be spending that money on this. It's just one of those things. Whenever he laces up the gloves, you have to watch. So gonna be a great weekend and yeah i'm kind of with you jakeem uh i this was one of the first pay-per-views in a while you know i'm trying to save up money right now and stuff and i was like oh i don't know so i asked some people today if they were down and i actually got like five people that are interested so we're all gonna pitch in and they'll help me get it but otherwise i was maybe gonna make my rare rare occurrence at going to a bar to watch i've only done that like maybe twice in the last decade but I got some people willing to throw 10 bucks each, so we'll do it at the house. Super excited. Probably nothing better than a heavyweight championship fight, especially pay-per-view. Kind of takes you back to the Tyson days. So I hope everybody watches it. Enjoy the heavyweight goodness. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Don't do nothing stupid. Just watch uh, one of these big men maybe put the other one to sleep. Follow the page. Like the page. Follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram has been blowing up in the last couple weeks. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We thank you for all the support. Our pages have been going crazy. We're getting a lot more likes, a lot more comments. We can't thank y'all enough. Please share the podcast with all your friends. Let us become your boxing podcast. We're on all the podcast outlets plus YouTube. Thank you for supporting us in every way. The Sweet Science Class is out.